Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. First Peter 1.3, born again. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Peter begins with a doxology formula. Uh, He's already blessed the people directly by declaring peace and grace multiplied in their lives. Now he points that blessing and doxology format back towards heaven. Blessed be the Son and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, This same phrase uh, comes up in some of Paul's letters. Uh, Twelve occurrences of bringing together the idea of uh, Son and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, There are 30 types of doxology that Paul declares. Uh, This title, Kyrios, or Lord, for Jesus, was uh, counter-empire. Uh, becomes a characteristic of New Testament form of blessing directed towards God, but also passed out towards people. This idea that uh, the Lord in his great mercy has caused us to be born again is rich in historical perspective. Uh, God's mercy and his graciousness was something that was expressed over and over in the Hebrew text. Go back to Exodus 34, 6, that great declaration, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. All of that would have been packed in the back of Peter's mind as he declares this. And this word caused was only found here in the New Testament. Uh, Here and in verse 23, it's never used in the Septuagint translation of the Hebrew Scriptures. Um, This whole active voice of the causing of God turns the idea of being born again to the one who's actually done it. It's an active participle, the begetter or the progenitor, understanding that our spiritual life begins with this new act of begetting, uh, very reminiscent of Jesus' conversation with Nicodemus. When Nicodemus comes to him in the night, Uh, asking for more clarity. And Jesus talks about you, the fact that we must be born again. Uh, This is the working of God, Peter reminds us here. Uh, This has been caused. And we're born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. It's interesting, this phrase, living hope. Uh, This... uh, Vibrant, uh, life-filled hope, all secured uh, in the crucifixion and resurrection of Christ. Crucifixion alone, it's martyrdom, and it's the end of a movement. Crucifixion and resurrection, now there's a living hope as Jesus is the first fruits of resurrection. What's the so what of this? I I think there's an element of security in this passage. Uh, Remember, 
Peter's writing to people that are threatened, uh, even their lives are threatened. And he says to them that you have this living hope because of the resurrection of Christ. The now what in the passage is to remind ourselves over and over that we need to guard this hope. Hope is a special gift that has been given to us that allows us to expect uh, the things of eternity to come bursting into our world now. The kingdom uh, not yet has displays in the now from time to time. And we are people who take hold of that uh, for the sake of those who are finding themselves in broken situations. And so, Lord, today, uh, as people who have been rescued by your mercy, people who have come alive, uh, have been regenerated by your Holy Spirit, people who have no fear of death because of your resurrection and uh, the hope that is in that resurrection, uh, we stand secure. We ask, Lord, that that security would be a blessing to those around us. In Jesus' name, amen.